Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 66th episode of the Five Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Schaubel. My goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the co-founder and general partner of Andreessen Hurwitz, Ben Hurwitz. Born in London, England, Ben was raised in California. He graduated Columbia University with a Bachelor's of Arts in Computer Science, then got his Master's in Computer Science from UCLA. From there, Ben had his first job at Silicon Graphics before joining Netscape founder Mark Andreessen as a product manager. When Netscape was acquired by AOL, Ben became AOL's Vice President of E-Commerce. He and Mark left Netscape to co-found LoudCloud, eventually taking it public and transforming it into enterprise software company Opsware. Ben grew the company to over $100 million in annual revenue before selling it to HP for $1.6 billion. Once he left, he joined forces again with Mark to create venture capital firm Andreessen Hurwitz, which has invested in Box, Facebook, Slack, Instagram, and Airbnb, to name a few. I caught up with Ben for this podcast to hear his perspectives on raising capital, leadership, choosing the right career, and to learn more about his new book, What You Do Is Who You Are. What should entrepreneurs do to prepare for a pitch meeting with you, and what is your criteria for which companies you invest in? Well, I think they should, you know, have their business articulated as clearly as they can. I mean, I I went over prepare. I mean, it's their job is to come in and describe what they're doing. I think if you over present it, it will end up presenting not like what you're actually doing, but what you think we want to hear, which is always a mistake. And yeah, I mean, our criteria vary a lot. I mean, like our our main criteria is, is it uh, an original breakthrough idea? And can the entrepreneur build the company? Those are, I would say, our primary criteria. Yeah. What qualities do these type of entrepreneurs have that, you know, you find consistent across all successful entrepreneurs? Yeah, well, you know, it's not very consistent in general. Um, Entrepreneurs come in lots of different shapes and sizes. I would say the one thing that they all have in common is they have to be original thinkers in that, you know, they have to be able to come up with their own (laughs) brand new take on the world and how they're going to improve it. And that's a pretty rare thing. And one of my favorite, I would say one of my favorite questions is Peter Thiel's question, what do you believe that nobody else does? Because it's a very difficult question to prepare for because whatever you say, by definition, the person asking it isn't going to like the answer (laughs) Um, because nobody believes what you're about to say unless you say something unoriginal. So, you know, I I would say by far that's the, the one thing that you have to have. I mean, the other thing is leadership skills, which are, you know, also come in many, many different styles. But at the end of the day, People have to want to work for you and be motivated to do so. And without that, you're not really going to build anything interesting. What have you learned from studying successful leaders of the past and present on on how to create a highly engaging and productive organization that lasts? Yes. So I've learned a lot uh, from 
leaders of the past, actually, I mean, this is one of the kind of big topics um, of my new book. And I'd say, you know, maybe the most interesting leader that I've learned from is uh, Toussaint Louverture, the leader of the Haitian Revolution, who was able to reprogram slave culture into a military culture and win the only successful slave revolt in human history. And, you know, many of the ways that he did it are, one, very innovative, but uh, very relevant to today. Um, for example, you know, one of the techniques that he used was to create a rule that was so kind of shocking and absurd that it changed behaviors. For example, one of the things that he needed to do was build trust in the army because trust is probably the most important cultural element in a military operation and that if you don't trust the order you kind of degenerate into the byzantine generals problem and uh, you can't function and so then you know coming out of slave culture where there isn't a lot of long-term planning because you don't even own your future you don't own tomorrow like that ends up being a very kind of fragmented trust kind of culture so he had to convert that and one of the things he did is he made it kind of required that officers don't cheat on their wives, which was very absurd in the kind of very extremely rough raping and pillaging kind of era of French colonialism and the European powers, the French army, the British army, and the Spanish army vying for control of the colony. But that rule change or that rule let everybody know in his organization that like your commitments, your word are the most important thing. And Toussaint famously said, you know, I'd rather relinquish my command than break my word. And you know, that kind of thing, that kind of rule can really change a culture and it did for him. And he ended up, you know, not only the winning army delivering more casualties to Napoleon than he had at Waterloo, but also kind of what was known as the most kind of disciplined and cohesive outfit on the colony. How do you align what you do and who you are in terms of, you know, your values and just in terms of work styles and, and whatnot with the right company? Yeah, well, you know, I think that part is pretty easy to figure out, you know, as you're going in. Look, if you're the company, I think it's pretty important to communicate clearly um, your work style, your culture, and your, your values up front to candidates so that they know what that is and what they're getting into. And then as a candidate, I think you know, there, there are some questions that are pretty easy to ask that will enable you to figure out like whether it's a fit for you. Um, you know, like, hey, you know, if I get an email on uh, Friday night, do you want that thing turned around Friday night? Or Monday morning um, is like a, a pretty easy question to get at what we were just talking about. So it's important, like, you know, you want to go someplace where you're going to fit. There's a lot more opportunities for entrepreneurship and to own, own yourself and own your own business as well. And what's your best piece of career advice? Don't listen to your friends. <laughs> That's my best career advice, particularly for young people. You know, they want to know what their friends are doing who are graduating from the same school as they are or whatever, or their you know, friends that they're hanging out with. Your friends may be able to figure out what they want to do with their life, but they're not going to be able to figure out what you want to do with your life. And so when you ask people for career advice, they give you the advice for them, but you need the advice for you. And the advice for you has to come from you ultimately. So don't listen to your friends. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Ben. To follow his journey, you can read his book, What You Do Is Who You Are, and find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where he shares pictures of celebrities, travels, live appearances, causes he supports, and business perspectives. 
We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now. 